Hey, what y'all doing? Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. This is episode two of, uh uh-oh, I forgot the name of our podcast already. Wow. Um, On Beep Beep Boop. Boop. (laughs) The name of this podcast is On Beep Boop, and I'm your boy, I am a slaughter with my friend, go ahead. At Trade underscore no shade. Boop, but all the shade. shade. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so second episode, we in this thing, and- We made it, y'all. We here. Yep. Um, I guess we should probably say what this podcast is about from the very beginning instead of just <laughs> going on a tangent about how most of the white people in 2020 piss us off. Um, just a little introduction on Beep Loop is a podcast that we created to, I guess, to shit on the traditions that we grew up with and right. just ask, why you doing this? Yeah. As well as call out some of the stupidity in our own culture. <sighs> so, um, deconstruct the constructive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, today's episode is going to be about blackness. So, we're going to talk about it's wonderful. Right, right. But it also is not what? It not monolithic, child. Because everybody's blackness is not the same, regardless of what folks try to say. And that's okay. It's perfectly fine. We're so. not trying to be like the next person anyway. Mm-mm. I don't have time for that. I'm not getting paid either. for that. Not at all. Like, and even what? if you were paying me, you can pay me to be like somebody else because I'd be like, ew, no. Right. Why? They Better look nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into that, how have you been? How you been good. doing? I've been good. I'm so excited that this ghetto ass hot weather is finally giving oh. us some reprieve. Because when I tell y'all <laughs> the amount of disrespect that comes into my second story bedroom oh, girl. in the summer. In your hostel. In the- <laughs> y'all, we're not going to get into that. We're going to say that. That's a whole episode by itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> An entire episode. Yeah. Just of that. But anyways... Yeah, so my room faces the side of the house, but, you know, when the sun is moved to that side of the house, the blinds are just not sufficient, and so I am Slaughter, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful person that he is, came through for you, girl, and helped me hang some blackout curtains that are black, because, you know, let's be real, black on black on black is everything. It is everything. And, um... Yeah, so that helped give a reprieve plus some, you know, AC fans. So all that is to say, your girl is finally happy that fall is fell on our laps, so to speak. Yes, fall is here. Or the stirrings of fall anyway. Fall is here. Temperatures have dropped. So have the pumpkin spice lattes. Yes. And yes, I am a basic bitch. And fuck up a pumpkin spice latte with oat milk, no whipped cream mm. at Starbucks. You know, in case everyone get your girl a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> or just buy me one. No. I mean, pumpkin spice lattes are okay. Because I tried one for the first time, was it last week? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't bad, but. It's it, okay. It, He's it, not it, about that it, life. I'm, and I'm, you don't have to be. I, I'm, I'm about that life. I will let again, you have it. It's not a monolith. It really isn't. Because I don't know too many black folks that like pumpkin spice lattes or anything really or anything pumpkin so except for kev on stage who stands by pumpkin pies i mean and i rocks with him i stand in solidarity with my brother because my mom makes them from scratch so i grew up on homemade pumpkin spice so if i had to have it it needs to be homemade it's none of that artificial let me try to come through with a patty pie 
I'm sorry. I tried to patty pie a few years ago, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't no, understand the appeal. I am not singing like James Chanel right. So <laughs> I tried it. I'm like, this is it. Right. It basically tastes like Play-Doh with crust. To me, it did. Mm-hmm. To me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and everybody does not have the same taste buds, but it just right. tastes like. And no, he does not have COVID, so he can still taste. This was before COVID True. even happened when I tried it. So I'm like, this is it. So somebody put like burnt orange Play-Doh <laughs> and put it in the oven and then mass produce this. Like, what? Uh, I'm not I'm not a fan. And then people were coming up to me like, did you like the patty pie? And I'm like, it was a pie and a pie it was. So. But listen, I'm of the I'm of the mindset that when something starts to be mass produced, then yeah, it's going to lose a lot of its pizzazz. Like it's going to lose like time and love and effort that was really mm-hmm. expended into it mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, if it was made from scratch. And of course, like I like it because, you know, mom makes it from scratch every right. year, just at one time of the year. It's not like we eating it all year round and, or <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, now I fuck up, you know, some pumpkin loaf bread from, <laughs> shut up. Sorry, I cannot. It's okay. I, I, you don't I, have to be about I, that. I, I don't subscribe to that life. Just, I you know, I, I already don't like pies as it is. Oh, we'll see then. Because I think pies are stupid. Right. So Much then, like corn. Corn is dumb. Well, yeah, that is dumb. Because it comes out the same way it goes in. Like it does it, not. It has no, has no nutritional value. Nope. It cannot be broken down in your system. Mm-hmm. It just... Bitch, here I get. I heard you bitches was looking at me. Bitch, here I go. That's all I think about with corn. Here I go. Here I go. Yeah. Like, well, I yeah. didn't want you to begin with, but I just pies just pointless. Pointless I, pie. I don't understand we'll it. it. Point. You're calling me pointless pie. Well, not you, but I'm saying like you're the king of like why. Just, like this is pointless. It's so just, it's pointless pie. I'm sorry, y'all. It's kind of like a raw cake. Like you didn't Ooh. put all the ingredients in to let it bake, so you Mm-mm. just start. It, it's like lazy cake Mm-mm. to me. You just Mm-mm. oh here's here's the crust. It couldn't cut it as cake, right? <laughs> so this is like reject cake. You just putting it in a metal pan, and then you want to just serve it to people at the <laughs> office. Like, bitch, you couldn't put a couple eggs together and then put that thing in the oven at three hundred and fifty degrees for about twenty minutes and leave me alone. You just had to be like, oh, I'll. Oh, I just let everything set and I put it in the freezer. Go away. <laughs> put it away. But he makes cheesecake, y'all. And no, I don't eat it either. I don't, I don't eat cheesecake. But he can make the hell out of some cheesecake, y'all. I've heard. He can, I can attest to that as someone who has ingested. <laughs> that sounded really That sounded weird. really bad. That sounded so bad. But like, basically someone who is. It almost sounds like you did. Partook in the pie. <laughs> It just sounded like I, I ate it because I was afraid. Like, uh-huh. Like, I didn't chew. No, I chewed, and I tasted, and I savored, and then I ingested. Whatever. I had some of the pie. I, that, to me, sounded better than saying I hate his pie or I ate his cheesecake. Like, that just sounds worse. I don't know. But I'm also disgusting, so it's whatever. Yeah. I just, and when it, I just do not like cheesecake yeah. because every time I make it and I have to taste it, that's the part I dread because it's like, yep, this is it. <laughs> This is the one. At least he know. At least we know he ain't poisoning us because he, you know. I mean, some people he might want to poison, but the thought has 
always crossed my mind to just put a couple drops of visine in the bitch and just be like, this is your cheesecake. Goodbye. This is your cheesecake. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, make you poop a little bit and just, you know, cleanse your spirit because you're so damn evil. Anyway, so. (laughs) All that was to say, how you doing? How you doing? I'm fine ain't nothing going on with me just okay. i'm just I- existing peacefully and hey, that's all and i have to your say mi- your melanated business mm-hmm. as we should i'm hey. in i'm in my house take note s- even if you're not highly melanated it's still mind your business mind your business stay at home because that's what i'd be doing sometimes yeah. so ain't nothing going on with me just working and hey trying not to lose my mind hey in between work i mean so that's sufficient uh the barnacle came back from his vacation. Oh Lord. And I know this is a tangent. We'll get to the actual thing. We won't Y'all know how we do. Don't we won't, we won't hold you hostage for an hour and a half before we actually talk about the actual topic. I got something for you. If you made it to episode two, don't act brand new. Right. Boom. Bars. Bars. Okay. Bars. So the barnacle <laughs> came back and mm. I was working on something so that he would leave me alone. <laughs> because he kept asking me to make changes to stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to need for you to submit a request so that I can right. add on functionality just for you. Right. So I did it. You're not special, homie. Right. I got stuff to do, even if it's me taking a nap. But <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah. So I get my work done, damn. <clears throat> but I finished the main part of it that might launch on Monday if I'm in the mood. Mm. And... Like tomorrow, Monday, or next Monday? Tomorrow. Like tomorrow when I get in, I'll make sure everything is everything, and then just give it to him so he leave me be. (laughs) So he, I sent him an email detailing all the things that I did. Mm -hmm. Like, he said that some things are grayed out, but it, he couldn't tell that he could click on it to expand it, which, that's not Mm. his fault. Like, (laughs) it doesn't give the user feedback that you can click on this and it expands. So he didn't know. Right. And I actually went in and said, Hey, when you click here or you can actually see these things are expandable. Mm -hmm. And when you hover over it, I actually put it in code that it'll change the cursor. Like good, like a, hyperlink or whatever right that's exactly what i was thinking oh so, i know something y'all look at I'm you go <laughs> anyway <laughs> but anyway so just basically it was almost like a manifest of mm. things that i've done and then he comes okay. back and says can you make sure everybody can't access this and i'm just like do huh? you do you really think that something like this is accessible to just any damn body in the company like come on now who's gonna be interested in changing the names of training courses just let me know that right now i i don't could you just make sure that only the managers and me have access to this and i'm in my petty ass said this this has been in existence ever since this page was built but i got you and then i submitted a screenshot (laughs) of something that says insufficient privileges (laughs) and then i just let it be but anyway i don't want to bore y'all with work but just that's all. He just thinks people are here, like you're here to cater to him. And I don't know who told him that by, but he needs to chill. Low key, it seems like, or maybe he thinks I'm new and I've been with the group for four years and I've been with the company for 10. Yeah. So it's not like I'm a brand new person that just 
was built from clay. It's just, oh. I mean, you look like it. You look immaculate, darling. Why, thank you. Mm -hmm. I know I look like I'm brand new and just fell off the turnip truck sometimes, but (laughs) I just have to tell them, like, you know, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've been here for a while. So anyway, but I don't know why that email irritated me because after I sent my response, I logged off. I said, I'm done. That's because this is not the first time he's come for you in that manner. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's called the barnacle. Yeah. Just, just it, it was his email with when he said, now I have the painstaking duty of, and I'm like, painstaking? Wow. How many brain true, cells did right? it take you to come up with that word? Right. For something that is not even, it not, did not necessitate that level of drama. I'm sorry. Not even serious, but. Not even at all. Whatever. It, work is work and people be people. And okay. so. Now, everything is everything. I'm I'm just like it, another week is coming and I can't wait to Ugh. get that over with mm-hmm. and sleep next weekend. That's hard. So that that's enough of my anecdote. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's get into this whole conversation about blackness and how it can be the best thing ever and sometimes the most annoying thing ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so do you want to start? first sure okay so let me start by saying warning the content you are about to hear may contain cursing <laughs> calling out caucasity mm. profuse use of nigga because we can mm-hmm. and no you cannot even because if you do have half black children mm. and you are white yourself correct don't think that this is like a card because oh I heard two people on the podcast no. use it so let me use it too no. like no because you'll still get popped in the mouth depending on who hears you but exactly. go on go on with the parental mm-hmm. advice oh and there is and a whole parental some, advisory yeah. so if you listen to this knowing good and well you should let That's me teach you. you let me teach you a lesson bitch fuck pussy ho ass motherfucker nigga ass bitch ass trick I don't know clap cheeks okay <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't want to hear all that shit, kindly exit <gasps> bars again. Yeah, right, dun, dun, dun. right. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. Click okay. right on off. Okay, so blackness mm-hmm. and the fact that it's not a monolith. Mm-hmm. Y'all, in the journey of us, I guess, embracing it. Yeah, embracing yeah. it. Yeah. Because here's the thing, though, to the outsider, it may appear that yes, we have a lot of shared experiences because, mostly because racism. <laughs> Slavery. Yeah. Slavery, uh-huh. racism, mm-hmm. all of that. They're not mutually exclusive, both. No. Um, We have no choice but to have shared experiences um, and upbringings. And yes, there are a lot of things culturally that we share, but much like our other brothers and sisters across the diaspora that come from the motherland of mm-hmm. you know beautiful continent of Africa and many African countries, we also have differences based on like our familial backgrounds, um, how we were raised, uh, areas we're from. Because black Texans is are different than black Mississippians or Arkansans or any other southern. Not Arkansans. That sounds weird. I know. I know. I saw it on a news report and I was like, Arkansans, and I could just hear the the country in that. But I mean, that's technically what they would be. Um, <laughs> and we're also not the same as like blacks on the East Coast or the West Coast. So, right. and that's okay. 
Exactly. We are not here to serve as a monolith for your entertainment pleasure, contrary to your personal belief. Yeah, and the thing about blackness is that um, no matter how different we try to be, like we don't have that luxury of being an individual like white people. Right. Because as I've often pointed out to other people, if let's say there was a mass shooting Mm-hmm. and it was a white person behind the trigger then they go into the um their background they their go history. into their background they their dive into his history. mental health his or her mental health usually his though it's usually the man like statistically this is not us just being right it, it, it's it's <laughs> the data is out there that shows that white men are typically the ones that the start, primary yeah that would, that would be the one to the do primary reason why a mass shooting would happen but okay domestic terrorism yes y'all yeah, can be terrorists yeah. too Ooh, so, oh, why? yeah right so that's not a monolith either but whatever go ahead but the, the thing is though they always dig into his background and they also dig into the the mentality of this person like what drove this person yeah oh he had a hard life yeah. like he had you know father was abusive or his mother was abusive or didn't love him enough right which so they get the benefit of the doubt yeah they often get the benefit of the doubt but let a black person rob a grocery store then all of us are on the hook because i kid you not mm-hmm. i don't know if i told you about this but mm-hmm. a few years ago before moving up here um there was a beloved gas station owner in this little town and like everybody knew him in the neighborhood and all that Mm -hmm. and unfortunately he was killed in a violent robbery and it was a homicide and like of course the neighborhood mourned because he was an integral part of their lives because people would always see him because he's always there for years yeah Yeah. so it's like small business owner yeah you just grew up with him you just yeah you just know him and he died of course from that grizzly robbery Mm. but when surveillance came out on the news Mm -hmm. it was a black man and i'm like oh shit here Here we we go go. and in the comments there was a white lady that said see this is why i'm weary of black people because you just don't know when they turn violent and i'm just like see yeah we always have to be on the defensive Mm-hmm. or even the offense really to be like we're not that one person that was an isolated incident right. yeah, it's not cool for you to just lump up lump us into the same box category, yeah. lump us in the same category rather and just assume because one person is violent then we're all, all violent just, they can't be trusted yeah so it, it's very interesting because if that was flipped the other way like for example if we were to talk about the racist behavior of most white people. Mm-hmm. Somebody, like at the protest where that little 17 year old kid was out there shooting people with an AR-15, right, right? Right. Or 14 or whatever. I don't know. It was a fucking assault. It was an what, assault. Right. assault it, it was. Yeah. So if just, we were to talk about the real behavior mm-hmm. of most white people, mm-hmm. they would be on the defensive say, well, we're not all like that. Not all white people are racist. It's like, well, uh, even if you're not, you still benefit from it, but whatever. Okay. It's like, that's fine. All white thing. people are not racist, but what are you doing to really combat that? Like, are you actually stopping racist attacks, racist rhetoric, yeah. racist anything 
and not just even in conversation but let's not forget about it on a systemic level yeah are you what are you doing exactly to combat all this and try to not necessarily change the minds but try to educate other people because we can't do it alone and break away from Mm -hmm. what has always quote unquote been the norm right because that's what some of them love to say well that's how it's always been so just because it's always been but you never once thought it was weird so like just because back in the day a man could like beat his wife or whatever um and she didn't have any rights then should we still allow that to i mean some of you motherfuckers will try it but Mm. anyway one day you might get the right one but anyway so i'm just like that's not a valid response for anything it's just sad really but Mm -hmm. that that comment never without it it, it goes without fail yeah it's without fail because i'm like i knew this was coming because of course there were several comments saying something to the effect of black people are dangerous and Mm -hmm. It is always the ones that's never actually interacted with a black person outside of work. Right. Because I'm sure they work with black people. Oh, yeah. And they probably think that they're safe because they're in their space, Mm -hmm. which, okay. It also reminds me of that whole challenge that started that we already ourselves subconsciously do. And that's the whole, oh, you know, stand your ground, a.k.a. don't move out of a white person's way because they don't see right. us as people. They see us as objects. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, there is an actual study that you should probably, not probably, you should absolutely look at it because it is fascinating. I'm not going to give you the link because you can Google it yourself. I mean, uh-huh. if you can find this podcast, you can certainly find Google or Siri or Allegra. Or whoever somebody but you can't say her name because she will activate it in this household well no not here because oh, you know i changed oh, yeah, the that's thing. right to your home to your, to your his yeah mm-hmm. 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 so yeah i suggest anybody look at that because it's just it speaks to how people act yeah. because i've noticed as i was growing up or especially as an adult now if i'm walking out by myself mm-hmm and I see a white person head my way, I would instinctively move just to make sure, it used to be to make sure that they feel safe. I don't give a shit about that anymore. I don't care. Honestly, my reasons now are, I just don't want to be close to some of y'all, because let's be real, most of y'all are the ones that don't want to get vaccinated. Y'all just... I'm not trying to be... I don't like being around people before the pandemic, before COVID. Right. But definitely now. Y'all just made it even more worse. Uh Uh-huh. Because... Not all of you, but... A good number, because I mean, there are some black people who still in our community, for whatever reason, are choosing to rebuff, and that's fine. And I'm not talking about people who have autoimmune disorders mm-hmm. or anything like that, like or diseases. But listen, and the majority, the ones that we see hollering about their rights to not get a shot are Trumpers, who are typically white. But applaud the near ban on abortion. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But that's also, and you touched on vaccines. That's another part of blackness that kind of annoys me is because there is absolutely a reason to be hesitant on getting anything medically because of how shitty the medical system, the healthcare system has treated us. I mean, still to this day, like they're still being taught. Mm -hmm. Like, students are still being wrongly taught like med students Mm -hmm. pre-med all of that residency they're still being taught incorrectly right to treating black black and brown bodies like the whole myth that black women have a higher tolerance of pain than any other human being like Mm -hmm. no no that's absolutely not true 
and or oh they're just being hypochondriacs there's nothing really wrong with them it's just in their head which is why we have a higher post post birth death yeah. rate like when we after we give birth it's just a cell phone that you literally that you, take everywhere that you like it, it's not separated from you but like I get the black community of course being part of it I totally understand the hesitancy us, yeah. behind anything the government says yeah but at the same time this is a new day mm-hmm. and and there are I, actually more of us in medical spaces yeah as someone who works in healthcare there are a lot of us yeah so from across the diaspora so that means from the motherland but go ahead right so I, I like that more of us are saying just go ahead and get the vaccine nothing's gonna happen to you but all this extra stuff oh well there's a chip in it no there's there is no chip um there there are side worried e- about the cell phone that isn't there's a there are side effects tracking. with it there are side effects within the first eight weeks if it happens but you have Forever. to realize that normally side effects have names and are treatable mm. covid is still unnamed and even though there what there is a treatment coming out soon that i've right. read it's not publicly available right now because let's be real this thing is mutating faster than they can come up with an effective treatment method yeah. for each of its mutations yeah because that that drug is supposed to cut the mortality of it in right. half mm-hmm. which is great but it's still not publicly available right now right so i'm that not saying i'm not mm-hmm. saying y'all need to get the vaccine i'm just saying yeah that's not our goal here it that just you have to do what is comfortable for you. If mm-hmm. you don't want to get it, that's fine. But be respectful of other people, which we'll sometimes, mm. you know, black folks tend to be very nasty about what you do in your home. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but that's the one of the frustrating things about blackness is just you want to be different. But if you are, you're often criticized Deemed. for it oh, yeah. like Deemed oh you watch you watch anime and you're black are you trying to be white oh why do you speak that way are you trying to be white like what like y'all don't have y'all haven't despite what you believe and what you've been told the actual factual facts <laughs> right, right are that you don't have a monopoly on these things Mm-mm. black people can be anything that we want to be I- including if we want to be basic bitches that like pumpkin spice latte, guess what? We can do that. And I will support you in it. I'm going to look at you like, mm. but right. that's your business. Just like I don't look at you crazy for not liking watermelon. So Hate it. Hate, fried, sweat. Hate it. <laughs> Ugh. And that's okay. Like, but I don't I don't get that appeal either, but go ahead. <laughs> and, I, and you know what? I wonder something. Do we feel like, you know, we say blackness is not a monolith, but... Are there times that even that we can perpetuate that stereotype though, even in our own community with like colorism? Yeah. And also cleanliness, <laughs> to be honest, because we will rag on somebody and we have ragged on okay. several people <laughs> that share our skin tone <clears throat> that we feel are not clean from, enough. And even directly from the motherland. Right. I'm not talk about that. But I just. <sighs> <clears throat> Yeah, there are a lot of things that it it's like we have a standard mm-hmm. of blackness mm-hmm. that if we don't meet it and it's something very um arbitrary. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if you like something that typically black folks don't like, then you're not black. 
like you don't have plastic you you don't you don't say plastic bags oh you not black enough oh you don't have plastic cups why why don't you have plastic cups like huh? you recycle <laughs> or referring to plastic cups as paper cups because i remember when at my old house when i had a party mm-hmm. i said oh i have plastic cups in the mm. um i'm just very over i'm over that aspect of you have to well you don't have to do anything but stay black pay taxes and die but just oh and we don't all know how to do hair please stop coming up to us and be like oh can you do hair i shit you not in my apartment i think i told you about this remember Mm -hmm. we used to have the meth heads that lived catty corner to me yes where the weed heads used to live yes and i don't really talk to these people but first of all let me just start by saying my white friends family associates and listeners please do not unless you have established a rapport with a black person don't call us boy or girl like in the sense that you think you can on our cultural level like girl because there are still problematic ties to that Mm -hmm. because there are still some who are still alive from the boomer generation Mm -hmm. even gen x Mm -hmm. and the silent generation who Mm -hmm. all can recall a time where we could be referred to as such in a derogatory manner because we are seen as less than second class or no citizens really Mm -hmm. uh we're seen as property or um someone that you could just talk down to because like you could be younger than me calling me boy or girl no just because you're white so let's unless i have that history with you and we've built that rapport and that relationship and connection don't call us girl yeah don't do that i said all that to say the little crackhead meth head lady i don't even know her name they got evicted and i was glad for the you know prior to me moving out of that apartment but um she's i'm on the phone with my brother by the way mm-hmm. in the parking lot and i was going down to the car because this is when best friend one of my best friends was living with me still mm-hmm. and i was going to her car to get something for her and on the phone with my brother have my earphones in and i'm clearly talking out loud i I may look like i'm talking to myself but i'm still talking and so i'm like actively talking and she's like hey girl and i really should have i in hindsight which is 2020 always i really was like i should have pretended like i did not hear her and i would have but y'all i just she like stopped in front of me too so that was the other problem with her crusty ass yes oh just she definitely did not wash her legs but anyways um (laughs) And she was like, hey, girl. I was like, what? She's like, you know how, you know those little thin braids that you know, you blah, blah, blah. And she, I don't know. She was describing something to me. I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, do you think you could do those in my hair? I said, oh, no, ma'am. I don't have hair hands. I call that a, I, I call people who are blessed. I say people because men can have the talent too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even white people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give y'all y'all props on that. Now, you can't touch my hair, but... I mean, I'll give your props for those. I've seen some of them slay. Remember, we saw Connor or whoever that was on that video doing black people hair on. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. using the comb, the gel, and the grease and everything. Yeah. Like, yes, sir, you know. Good for him. Yes. Good for him. But anyways, but <laughs> she was just like, can you do that in my hair? I was like, no, I don't, I don't know how to do hair. And, like, I wasn't even kidding. Like, I really don't. I was like, I was not blessed with that gift of mm-hmm. hair hands, as I call it. Mm-hmm. I've deemed that. That is my saying. So if you use it, you better say that you got it from. Yeah, credit, credit, I am, or credit, Sade, no shade for that. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. So, but uh, <laughs> I was just like, no. And then in my head, I was like, and even if I did know how to do hair, I'm not about to go 
what am I gonna do with your stringy ass hair? First of all, I wouldn't know how to do a white person's hair. Like, let's be real here. Y'all's hair is very different than ours. Some of y'all have texture similar to us, but not majority of you don't. Right. But just because you see a person of color, and even if I had, first of all, y'all, I'm bald headed on on purpose. I cut my hair off very, very, very low, mm-hmm. and then I'll bleach it blonde. But like, I have no hair on purpose, mostly because I can't do hair and I didn't want to have to keep up with it. But also just because that's just me. But I'm just like, you see a black person and you're like, oh, you must know how to do hair. Well, huh. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. I don't. I can barely do a French braid or whatever. So, like, I barely just learn how to identify the different types of, like, weave and styles. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not something that pertains to me, I'm not going to have that information in my head. Now, recently, of course, especially with uh, the advancements of, so- of social media usage right i have picked up on a lot of the different styles mm-hmm. and can identify them or know their them by name but y'all please do not walk up to black people and call them boy or girl first especially if you don't know them like that and then ask them if they could do hair like you want somebody to do your hair you can go to styleseat.com or whatever or, or google you, that yeah, YouTube, just google it youtube, YouTube. Is a great resource but i'm just saying like if you, even if you are looking for someone who could do hair and you want for whatever reason, a black person to do your non-black hair. Um, chances are because you want our style, which I'm sorry, y'all's hair is not made for that, but whatever. We're not going to talk about that. That's another episode. Um, like dreads. Ugh. <laughs> Glue Ugh. it, God. <laughs> Mend it, myself. Fix it, Felix. <laughs> Just don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that because contrary to what you believe, we don't all know how to do hair. Just like we don't all know how to cook. but we And we all don't know how to dance. Um, no, there are some actual, even Africans I've seen that don't know how to dance yeah, on beat. Yep, yeah, and I remember, most of us do, right? But and no. I, I will say that yes, I I have rhythm, mm-hmm. but I don't say that I know how to dance, but I mm-hmm. know how to identify a beat. Yeah, and when I was at that wedding, <laughs> and the uh, what what uh, what's that song? I think it was was it the Cupid Shuffle the to the left to the left yeah the, yeah so the Cupid Shuffle came on. Then after that, the um, Soldier Boy, the Superman, and then my cousin and I being the only, well, people being of color. two of three people, two of four people of color, yeah. we knew the dance. Yeah. And some, one of the white people there was like, can you teach us? And I'm like, no, ain't nobody going to stop and teach you how to dance at a damn wedding. Like, no. If you didn't come already knowing, baby, just sit your ass down in your like, you, seat. You should know that. If there's going to be a, a dance, there's a dance floor. Right. With the, a DJ. A whole DJ. And the DJ was probably one of color as well. Mm-hmm. So he was going to play some of the popular. The mm-hmm. I mean, y'all do line dances, but as soon as there's a bass in 808, y'all don't know how to do anything. It's like, oh, this is bass heavy. I don't understand how to. like. Really, That's how y'all act. That It really is. Cause and I don't know if y'all are intimidated. Listen, yes, we gonna talk about you, but we talk about everybody. We talk about our own people. I mean, we do are, you. We are doing just that, but don't come up, especially not me, because I'm gonna look at you like, who are you? Do I look like Bob Fosse to you? Okay. Do I look like Ann Gibson? Do this look like Soul Train to you? Now, I know I look like I, pro- I probably look like I belong on it, but this is not, in fact, the set of Soul Train. Right. The only thing I can help you do is put your hands on your knees and move your spine. That's pretty much the only, the only thing, thing I, I can, can help, help you, you do, do is get from in front of me. And that part. Get the fuck away from me. You want me to teach you how to twerk? That takes like 30 seconds. Because it's every t- 
time. Now, mm-hmm. I can give you some relevance because, like, when Best Friend and I would go to her company parties, and, of course, there are, you know, people of color. There are a substantial amount of people of color, but we're usually always still uh, outnumbered, right? Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> we, we're, we're dancing and minding our melanated business with each other, and then here comes that older middle-aged white woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to have to show I'm not gonna have to do anything. Like you can get away from me. That's what you can do. It's like, girl, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't go on and eat your raisin potato salad and go and go on somewhere and get out of my face, you go sulk in a corner. And I, oh god, I, I, that that's like those interactions I fear because it's like we already know Joanne is on some bullshit. On some bullshit. And then it's like if you don't play into the game then automatically like their hackles raise and they're like oh you're about to be problematic. First of all if I, if I am an angry black woman it's very much justified but contrary to belief that yes. is not our our typical countenance. We're not mm-hmm. always just operating out of anger. Now you bother me after I didn't say leave me alone or I'm good and you keep pushing the hell yeah, I'm gonna be bad. Yeah. And that that's that also, you're not respecting. Yeah, me. that's also ties into our blackness because mm-hmm. I when I was actively going to therapy for three years or going through therapy for the three years that I went through, mm-hmm. part of that was me trying to compartmentalize my fear of standing up for myself at work mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be labeled the angry black guy. Yep. Because if the minute we speak up, right. I, we're not even loud. We're not even mad or cussing or ranting and raving like some non-black people we see. Because it, it's not just the white ones. I've seen Asians and Latinx do yeah, it too. Yeah. So. But like when I'm at work and I've had preparation for office jobs because mm-hmm. my mom being in management for so long she has definitely guided me on how to navigate certain things and And let's be real we have to be taught additionally yeah so that's not a monolithic thing that's just a survival thing right that is a shared shared experience within the black community and also other communities some communities of Of color color. Mm -hmm. color so um i was blessed with my mom teaching me some things before going into corporate america right but often there are moments where if somebody like when I first got hired at the company and this particular manager was trying Mm -hmm. to get me fired because I was asking for too much training like not necessarily asking for too much training but I was asking like when am I going to get a training class because I've been with this company for a couple months now and I'm still working on the same things And there are also some concepts that I don't quite understand. Like she tried to get me in trouble because I mishandled an emergency services issue. And Mm. I'm like, well, how could I mishandle something that I don't know what I'm doing? Well, you could have asked other people. I'm like, okay. When I did ask, I was told to do this. And Mm. apparently it was wrong. Mm -hmm. But because you didn't want to teach me the right way. It was. between that asking for too much training and then (laughs) like what does that even she also tried to and by the way this was a black woman so yeah sometimes contrary to what y'all believe it could be your own people the best saying that i've ever heard is when you stare at someone with a clan hood sometimes when you unveil what's under the mask they it's like a reflection yeah so 
also i call those pick me bitches yep they pick me's all they right they want to be picked and that means oh pick me pick me let me conform to this way mm-hmm. let me shrug off any semblance of association with people who share my skin tone just so that i can make it and be accepted in these other spaces aka pick me right trying to draw attention to themselves for the wrong reason Mm -hmm. but yeah she was irritated with me because i asked for training Mm. tried to get me in trouble with the emergency services issue and she also tried to say that i used jargon when i closed the case Mm. and i went back to her and said i was not the fix agent on this one so you need to come correct next time yeah because i was over it i actually had to go to a completely different shift to get away from her wow because she was stressing me out and was not giving me any type of any type of guidance yeah like if you're yeah if you're a manager and somebody is asking for training i wasn't like being annoying about it just like i want training i want training i was not that way but i was getting bored like First of all, she should be grateful that you even, because there are some people who don't have that kind of work ethic and will just be like, oh, well, fuck it. If you're not going to show me, I'm going to just do whatever. Right. And then you'd have to come in and and fix whatever they, mm-hmm. you know, mistakes they made because they didn't open their mouth. So she should be very grateful that you spoke up and spoke out. Yeah. And asked for help. It, it, it was just, first of all, it was sad. That was like the first incident of, you know, somebody that looked like me treating mm-hmm. me that way as if, you know, oh, I don't want your black ass here. Mm-hmm. And then, like she wanted to be the yeah. only person of color in yeah, that area. Girl, that ain't nobody of, coming for your job, ho. Most of that department, I would say 70% of that department is black. Oh. Which was also very strange because I'm like, why are you, you know, me out? Why are you treating me like I'm this barnacle that <laughs> is bothering you because I want to be better in my career? But Anyway, it's so just some people out there that don't want to see you succeed. And and that's another thing. Um, and that's not really blackness being a monolith, but it's important to highlight. If you put somebody on in your workspace or whatever, like someone comes in and they're new and they ask you for help. Don't act like they're there to take your job. Because, baby, oh if you're doing God. your job like you're supposed to, no one can take it from you anyway. That And you also working in an office environment see that a lot. Because I know I saw that oh, plenty. Absolutely. It's almost like another black person in this environment. Mm-hmm. You are automatically oh, a threat to I me. Mean, like, And this is for all people, though. Because I've yeah. had white. I've had, you know, Latinx. I've had all kinds of people from all I'm just like, bitch, I don't want your job. Heck, now, if I happen to do better than the gays. You, yeah oh god and it's just like y'all if you're doing what you're supposed to do you shouldn't have anything to worry about because let's say they did have to do layoffs well have y'all never heard of last one in first one out so i would go before you anyway because i don't have the same tenure right depending on how your work ethic is sometimes and maybe that's what it is they don't want to be exposed yeah and sometimes the problematic people are often the ones that go before the Mm -hmm. last one in Mm -hmm. but don't be problematic and you won't have to worry about that try that yeah, you won't look old and you'll still have a job. So, um, but yeah, just, uh, just very annoyed with, with all of that. But I'm trying to figure out what we were talking about. <laughs> I mean, and things to do with blackness, because believing blackness is a monolith is very much stereotyping us. Yeah. And expecting us to fit and conform into a mold or a box 
based on your purview and how you believe and, and granted we understand that yes um the media the media, the media depicts us in a certain way even in our own networks like BET but again that's entertaining idiots like that's not real you should not take that as gospel my thing is like you sound just as bad as people who believe anything that's on the internet like it's like you believe BET like it's a damn Wikipedia page or WebMD where anybody can post anything on those so or just like people really believe that Abraham Lincoln said that people believe everything on the internet have you ever seen that meme I have and I'm like y'all know that nigga was killed dead long before the internet was a thought in anyone's mind ever he probably would be rolling in his grave if he found out black folks use the internet but I mean, contrary to what y'all, some of y'all actually act like Abraham Lincoln is the savior for black people. He was he just not. as bad. Yeah. I mean, anybody. He did that to save face, so he didn't have an uproar and an uprising of y'all ancestors, aka white folks. Hey, I mean, and I told one of my friends this because during the whole racial reckoning, I said the funny thing about Abraham Lincoln is how people always use him to try to quell black people. But mm. he was just as bad because as he was liberating the slaves, quote unquote, on paper. Right. As even though that didn't happen one and done because it took years, it took a couple years after mm-hmm. the emancipation for them to even tell blacks in Texas. That's that why we, been we have Juneteenth, yeah. June 19th, 1865. That is the only Independence Day we and th- these we as in he and I yeah yeah we <laughs> and most of us we celebrate Juneteenth everybody else can have July 4th Candace Owens um so anyway um but uh yeah Abraham Lincoln ha- actually pe- paid slave owners stimulus money mm-hmm. or well the, I guess you could say that's bailout because mm-hmm. That was an entire workforce. They were losing property. Yeah, there, that's was, literally the language that was used. That was an entire workforce, because you know that was when King Cotton was a thing, and mm. yeah. So, oh, what are we gonna do? And then he's like, "Here, we'll we'll pay you up to a certain amount." I could have been like, "You could have just posted a job." Like they had the newspaper back then. You could have been like, "Hey, we're hiring. Who wants to come with that us?" That part. Um, it don't matter who, where your background is. Yeah, so he he wasn't all that. He wasn't all that. I'm sorry. I mean, yay, but meh. But anyway, so back to the whole blackness. And here's the, the hypocrisy behind blackness, though. Mm. So you often hear how we're portrayed on media and how mm-hmm. we're always portrayed as the loud, baby, the, the, the loud loud the baby daddy the baby baby mama thug crackhead prostitute the sassy or the sassy black friend Mm -hmm. but or the sassy black gay friend right there's never there are literally like five categories of black people that we see on tv and it shouldn't take the 21st century to realize oh black women can be vulnerable too or hey black men can be emotional but as soon as that stuff is betrayed, like uh, betrayed, portrayed, uh, <laughs> fat tongue. Hey, Tom. Mm-mm. So, um, <laughs> so the moment when in the media, you actually see something that breaks away from that, mm-hmm. then there's all, there's this uproar, like mm-hmm. Lil Nas X is a perfect example of 
that because he is a proud gay black man who isn't acting like he's breaking the status quo just by being his fine self. (laughs) But then you have all these other people like, oh, this is toxic to the black male community because he's on BET kissing other guys and he's parading around in his underwear and on the pole on MTV or SNL. And I'm just like, which which piece of the cake do you want here? Or do you want that lazy piece of pie that I don't like? Like, what are you doing? Because you actually see representation outside of what we are normally seeing, but then this isn't the reputation or this isn't the representation, representation you that you want to see. Because they're not comfortable. It's all about making them comfortable right and not just white people like we even have some of us in our community that we we know well i don't identify with that so i don't want to see it and i don't believe it well i I mean mean, you can turn the tv off just like everybody or turn the channel yeah i mean with all these streaming services you don't even have to watch tv you don't have to watch live tv this big ever again Oop, I hit the mic. Ha. This big ass TV barely comes on already. If it is on, it's yeah. because I want to play video games or I want to watch something on YouTube real quick and I yes. turn this bitch off. Right. I don't let y'all bother me with this shit because I mean, you're offended that a man kissed another man. Like there are people killing other people currently. Mm. But because you see two men kissing on TV, it's like, oh, my kids. Oh, fuck them kids. Cause Some of your kids are already queer. What are you talking about? And, then, uh, and they don't want to come out. That's, that's another topic. Another topic. Because th- this whole what about the kids? Quit, quit using your kids as ignorant collateral. For your homophobia. It's that part. But anyway, the just the opera. Another prime example. For oh, you. go ahead. Like when Malcolm and Marie came out on Netflix with Zendaya and Denzel Washington's son. son. I can't jo- Jonathan, think of it. I think. Jonathan or Joshua. It's it's a J. Mr. Washington. Yeah, Mr. <coughs> Washington Jr. Mm-hmm. We're going to call him Jr. 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 Even though he's not named after no, Denzel. But no. <laughs> Denzel might be his middle name. Hell, I don't know. I don't really care. But <laughs> um, he's a terrific actor, though. He really is uh, very well-rounded, like his father. But um, actually, actually, y'all don't 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 drag my ass. Or actually, you can. I don't care. Right. This is my opinion, I mean, and I'm entitled to it. Is. He's a better actor than his father. I mean, in his own way, in his own way, because the work that he does do now, like his father, of course, definitely prolific of his time. You know, but mm-hmm. like his time has passed, and that's okay. He's open the 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 gateway yeah. he's not a new version of his father he's not the next instance we're seeing better representation and so that brings me back to Malcolm and Marie so a friend of mine who had seen it before I watched it with the little brother right mm-hmm. um she was sharing with how like a lot of black people were talking about oh it's so boring and blah 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 because it was like you know angsty and emotional and tumultuous and all and she was like that's okay. Black people can be boring. Some of us are boring. Some of we don't I'm always have to be. I mean, I am too, and I'm proud of it. Like I like to live a low key life. Like we have fun. We're not saying that we don't ever have fun, but like in our personal space, like when we're at home, we're there to be at home and just to decompress and get away from having to always be on. Right. Like we have to wear so many masks in our lives, mm-hmm. depending on what environment we're in and who we're around. And, <laughs> and never and, mind the people who protest masks you've been wearing masks all your life but go on I mean go on anyway so but yeah that just brings me back to like 
and that was both in and out of the community like mm-hmm. the black community they were like it's so boring and i'm like that's okay it I can mean, be boring it was to me it was very poignant i've not and seen it it's really good i need to I see like it. it it's very like whew, it's deep and it's dark and it's just very like emotional and emotive yeah but that's okay we can have that yeah even like with the photograph with Issa Rae I haven't seen that movie either, it's but good I heard it was really good but like you know and like I was stuff like that actually kind of brings me to tears like I get emotional now just mm-hmm. because it's like oh like we can be depicted in this way or even when she had her comedy movie I can't think of it right now date night or date something um, when she was dating the uh, that young Indian American actor, um, I can't think of his name. I have, I had such a I have such a crush on him. I know what you're yes, talking about. He very, he's actually an attractive man, and she just of course she yeah. Didn't get it, it. Oh, it's on Netflix, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I saw it. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It is so funny, but you know we've never had something like that where one of us is not being loud and ghetto and having mm-hmm. to be that person that's always having a funny say. I mean, you know, let's be real, like. We have to be a comedian. Like our roles, we have to be a comedian. We have to bring we have to bring levity to every situation. Even that like in Get Out, we couldn't even in. have Get Out as Get Out. Like it was a serious movie, but of course, when Lil Rel's character came in, all of a sudden he had to be funny. It's like, <laughs> even though yes, the movie was predominantly about black people, and like yeah. the titular character, you know, the homeboy, what's his name? Daniel. Daniel. Sorry, Dan. Daniel. I almost said Kalua. That might be his name, but yeah. I might have pronounced it wrong because it sounds like I'm saying Kalua the drink. Yeah, Kaluuya, Kaluuya. or something like hallelujah, that. Kaluuya, yeah, 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 hallelujah, yeah, yeah. Kaluuya. yeah, Kaluuya, yeah. But yeah, and so like we could. I mean, and I, don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on Get Out. Like Get Out, of course, it's like so amazing in its own way. Like the the I idea behind it. I didn't care for Get Out. That's but okay. It is what it is. I mean, I did like us though. I did not see that. I don't do scary movies. That's okay. Like, but again, we're usually not given those spaces, even though we should be, because some of us are into that. Some yeah. of us are into horror. Some of us are into anime, like you said, yeah. or video games, yeah. computers, or all nerdy. That like, stuff. I love nerdy shit. Like, right. I'm talking about like the weird, awkward, socially awkward people. Like, I'm always for the underdog because I am an underdog. Yep, like, we are still here. the underdog. For the majority of the world, so it's crazy. Yeah, all that is just to give an example. Like y'all, it is okay. We can be boring. We don't have to always be entertaining. Though we are often, you know, a lot of us. Yeah. Some of us are just lucky. Yeah, and it, it's almost like okay, so you are used to stuff like not that these are bad movies, but Menace to Society, mm-hmm. uh, Jason's Lyric, mm-hmm. Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Boys in the Hood. What's that one with Quentin Lapis on there? Set, Set it, it off. off. Mm-hmm. Like uh, those are all great movies, yeah. but that's not our lives twenty four seven. Even even in God rest my soul, I love her queen. Everything Whitney, but like her movie that she did the the first like her movies always had her having a, her characters having to sing just because that's what she did in her life. And oh, I'm yeah. like she could be multifaceted. She can be more than just a singer. Yeah, well, I think Ooh, I made her look gray in half the movie. I mean, like I is like, there something wrong okay? with my TV? Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, back to blackness. Uh. <laughs> but we also just want to share to our beautiful, melanated, highly melanated, you know, brothers and sisters and queers. Y'all, we don't have to conform. It no. is okay to just be, to just be in whatever way that looks like for you. You can be the weird, awkward, and I say weird in a 
in a collective term of sense of like, oh, like if you're outside the quote unquote norm, because I'm always, I'm always saying forever saying normal is just a setting on the dryer mm-hmm. or the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to wash this or dry this normally right. or extra dry, extra this, whatever. And hell, if you want to be an extra dry ass person and just do you, boo, just do that. I mean, and if you have found your people that like love you and accept you as such, then hold on to them and yeah. enjoy that. But just know you don't have to be on as like entertainment, that entertaining black coworker, entertaining black friend. At a party of mostly white folks. Right. Or just any social function. Yeah. Because even in the office, they expect that. Oh, honey, I have had, especially when I'm working in the emergency room. Oh, shout out, you sound It's like, oh, you going to twerk? You going to do this? I'm like, I mean, I twerk all the time, but that's just because I like to. Like, I'm always moving and what dancing. What Jemima are you trying to do? <sighs> I'm not here to be your entertainment. Like Pink said, I'm not here for your entertainment. It's just you and your, your hand, hand tonight. tonight. Right. Right. Um, See? And we can like Pink. We can like, we can like whatever we like. So, Flyleaf. Lincoln Park. I'll listen to all that. So personal testimony. Yay. Come on. Testimony time is blessing time. Yeah. Amen. Ah, so hallelujah. like it took me 25 years mm. to be comfortable with being black mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. And Wayne Brady said this in an episode of Unsung. Have you ever watched that series? Mm-mm. So Unsung is basically about the underdogs of the black community, the black famous people. Okay. Um, and do you know who Wayne Brady is? Of course you I should. Do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Is my. Hmm? Whose line is it anyway? Is yes, one of my all-time I was just, favorites. I was just going to mention that because he broke ground uh-huh. being the. I guess you can say he was the first black improv mm-hmm. person to ever really break out in mainstream. Yes. And on, on TV. Yeah. On ABC and CW now. Mm-hmm. But like Wayne Brady, I loved Wayne. I still love Wayne yeah. Brady because he was just like, he was just that goofy. Yeah. He's multifaceted. Yeah. He can play serious roles. Super talented. He is. But oh, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. But he was Underrated never, always. he never allowed himself to be put in a box. But his story was very interesting and relatable because mm-hmm. he grew up in, well I, well, I can't relate to that part, but what I can relate to is the fact that he went to a predominantly white school, mm-hmm. but he lived in a predominantly black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And because I, I believe his family is West Indian mm-hmm. and like they, of course they have their own colloquialisms and have yeah. their own way of speaking, yeah. but like he can dip in and out of those of course code switching he's multicultural yeah, yeah. Multicultural. so when he's at home he always felt like he wasn't black enough but at school he felt like he was too black mm. like he was it's edgy to be his friend at this white school because oh my god i have a black friend he 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 do you yeah. have do you know where to get some drugs or, or what have you like he actually endured that mm-hmm. and a lot of us do when i was growing up um from I would say from kindergarten to fifth grade mm-hmm. went to a predominantly oh no I went to a lot of schools wow so mm. from uh, kindergarten to third grade I would say I went to a predominantly black elementary school okay and then in fourth grade I went to a predominantly white high school in Arlington and that was high weird. school or elementary I'm sorry elementary school okay uh, going ahead of myself and then going I went back to that school in fifth grade sixth grade I went to a white 
private school, Christian private school. Ooh. And All the that's when I first realized, oh shit, I'm black. Mm-hmm. Because I was always like that short stint in third grade mm-hmm. up until fourth grade going to that elementary school in Arlington. There was a good mixture of mixture of people because it's Arlington and just yeah. about everybody's in that dirty city. Everybody. I don't like Arlington. I don't I'm sorry. Either. I, I was, graduated in Ar- I was born there and I hate it. Mm-mm. But anyway, Mm-mm. but sixth grade, that's when my blackness was really highlighted because mm-hmm. everybody was coming to me saying, can I touch your hair? Oh my God, I've never seen a black person before. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, this school, there was nothing but white folks there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the only chocolate chocolate chip cookie that fell out the bag Mm. and it was just very weird so they were asking me questions about being black basically Mm. are you going to join the football team are you going to join our basketball team I'm like I am not athletic I'm going to sit here and play this flute and mind my business because that's what I want to do and hurry the hell up and get out of this damn school yeah so or go to the next grade (laughs) it was planned that I was going to stay there for seventh grade but they did away with the seventh and eighth grade program because they weren't making a lot of money so I went to a middle school that's predominantly black Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I was like, oh, cool. I should feel at home because everybody here looks like me. As soon as I open my mouth, it's either, are you gay or are you white? <laughs> so I'm like, well, damn. It was like, well, damn, double homicide. Like, <laughs> whoa. Why do you talk like that? Are you a girl? Like, uh, my penis says otherwise. Oh, well, you sound kind of white. Are you? Do you want to be white? And it's like, huh. wow. Okay. So then from eighth grade up until I graduated Mm -hmm. it was a predominantly white school Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I still dealt with the whole oh you're black you're edgy and then when I'm around other black people in those predominantly white schools I suddenly was not black enough to be around Mm -hmm. them so it created an identity crisis for me because I wasn't accepted really in any place and if I was embraced it was only because I had something they wanted it was like this was a friendship of opportunity and I'm like "Mm, no thank you so it wasn't until I I would say no I'm sorry not 25 I was probably like 28 or 29 Mm -hmm. when I first got hired where I'm working and I went to a new department Mm -hmm. and there was (laughs) shout out to the crew because it was yeah it was overnight and it was always uh, unfortunately segregated, but it was the black side of this department mm-hmm. and I wanted to sit with them, but I wasn't sure how they would take me because of how I am. Your past experiences Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. so they were like, you can come sit with us. And I'm like, okay, but I would normally stay quiet. And if they talked about something that I might have knowledge on, I would speak and then be over it right. because I don't want them to think anything about me. So it took one of them to say, if you have, if you want to join the conversation, just join it. We're not going to jump down your throat. Like if you say something stupid, then of course we're going to do that. But, (laughs) but just, if you want to speak up, just speak up. And it wasn't until 
this potluck that we were not mm. invited to mm, I remember that. when somebody brought over this cake and said hey I have some cake if you guys want it and then he came around and presented crumbs and icing literally and I'm like what the fuck are we gonna do with that shit like you want to give us diabetes I mean damn right so it was then where I realized oh okay I actually fit in no matter what, but I also don't have to fit in because it was that moment I realized, well, my blackness isn't the same as theirs, but they're okay with it. I mean, I'm not acting like a coon, so I'm sure somebody would check me if I had that kind of behavior, and I'll admit. I mean. We did have our phases. Oh, we didn't have a choice. Yeah, it was a survival tactic to Mm -hmm. make sure that we were palatable for white people. Right. And when we're around black people, then maybe dial it down. But But also not too much because then we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want no trouble from the white people. Mm -hmm. But at this point. For survival. Yeah, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Thank God for growth, right? Yeah, right. And, And just like willingness to grow. But go ahead. Yeah, but there was a lot of things that I realized that with them, because it was almost like they were pushing me to be who I am, this mm-hmm. black first and foremost, queer, which you mm-hmm. don't get a lot of that in the black community sometimes, right. but they knew and embraced who I am. And at that moment, I felt, okay, I need to chill out and quit beating myself up and quit telling myself that I'm not black enough because everybody black isn't the same right just like everybody's gay isn't the same right so i was able to reconcile all of that and got to the point where i am right now that Mm -hmm. yes i am a black queer person that loves anime well and video games video games will type you down on a computer and just be who i am and if you don't like it but you also like to go to the cookouts oh yeah absolutely you know I will do the electric slide quicker than anybody else. The wobble. All of that. I will. Like I said, I can't really dance, but I do have rhythm Mm -hmm. and I will join in the festivities of it all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it took a long time for me to be comfortable in my version of black and then also be comfortable with speaking out. If I feel like my blackness is suddenly less than yours Mm -hmm. because there are some people who feel like they need to do a black check on you like mm-hmm. oh you're black well what do you think about this like why does that matter it's not gonna if, if i answer wrong is my skin tone gonna suddenly change okay. like let me know this now because that could probably save us some time and trouble in certain situations i don't want to be anything but what i am now but yeah. i'm just saying i mean you know sammy sosa's surviving <laughs> in his way and you know just it is what it is um but because white ain't always right it is sure rarely right it sure is not but all that to say it it did take me a long time to embrace my blackness Mm -hmm. and not allow anybody black or white or any person of color to basically try to call me out because i'm not black Mm -hmm. enough like how just to diminish your experience as as less than or like your participation in your actual inclusion into mm-hmm. the culture and the race like that's not contingent upon no. you fitting a certain type of mold because again we're not only are we not all the same we don't want to be the same we don't need to be the we same don't. we can't be the same we can't like there are 
think about it. Whenever you develop personality traits, um, some of that is scientific or biologic. So mm-hmm. if you don't have certain chemical components in your brain yeah. that steer how your personality can come out, your logic, your reasoning, um, your creativity, all those things, your lobes, right? Frontal lobes. Yeah. If all of those, if one of those is damaged, you autom- you automatically physically can't. So yeah. in that regard, there are probably subtle nuances to those developmental stages because it's also nature versus nurture, right? Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff is biologic, but some of that stuff is also environment. And environment also has to do with your home, your house, your living situation, yeah. your familial culture. Yeah. It, there was a moment, I think I was like 11 or 12, mm-hmm. when one of my uncles g- gave me a book, and I think I told you about this, mm-hmm. gave me a book when McDonald's did their shuck and jive for black history month and um they partnered with tom joiner to release these books (laughs) about blackness right (laughs) it's your world do you remember that Mm -mm. oh my god no i don't it used it was like a radio soap opera (laughs) and we would listen mom and i would listen to it religiously on the way to school oh yeah my mama was too religious for that shit Hey, don't you know you can take it? I'm sorry, but no, I'm I love sorry. it. I'm sorry. I love it. Um. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just got what I'm you sorry. were saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, so my uncle came to me, and he goes, and this is not fun. This is the uncle I don't fuck with. Mm. It was giving me a book. Like, you, you need to learn how to be black. I'm and sorry. And then he, yeah. You need to learn how to be black. So he gave me the book and he walked away. How do you learn how to be black? It's amazing people can say that, but I'm like, nobody has yet to, like, people have yet to say how. Like, since you believe this, how the hell, how how am I supposed to be black? And see, the thing is, you know, we've been talking about blackness for, I'd say, give or take an hour or so. And there there really is no, there is no concrete answer to blackness which is why this conversation this this whole podcast is probably gonna sound a little all over the place to some of yeah. you because again you cannot rope us yeah. all into one size fits and all i'm sure there might be people that might assume that we're complaining about blackness and we're not absolutely we i are, love being black yeah i wouldn't want to be anything i wouldn't else. want to be nothing else nothing. other than nathan and nothing nathan and nothing i don't want to be nothing but this light chocolate skin okay and And mine is milk chocolate right Mm -hmm. so yeah there might be people that's like oh it just sounds like y'all are complaining about it no we're complaining about basically the difficulty that we have in being black because we being expected to conform like you someone else you expect us to do hair be sassy and then know how to cook know how to do this right how to do that and just come up to us and try to come up with or not come up with but use our colloquialisms like the one time where oh white people am I right and I looked at him like what the fuck are you talking about and and then somebody else turned around and looked at us and then he wanted to say oh it's just something that we do because you know you know right Tony and I'm like no No, bitch I I really don't (laughs) but we're not complaining about blackness we're just again we're we're providing commentary on the difficulties that we deal with of having to navigate spaces where people have a level of expectation and as we discussed in our last episode expectation is the thief of joy amen so your joy will be stolen when you expect me to be somebody that i'm i'm not and i'm not going to be i'm not opening the door and it's going to be decked out in kente cloth (laughs) 
because but even if it is that's my business right but don't just come up to me and expect that i'm gonna teach you how to dance teach you how to use proper seasoning keep using the mayonnaise you like sis because i'm I'm not here for that i'm not your mammy i'm not gonna cook for you i mean if if your taste buds is dead like that then just go on and accept that struggle get a covid test and then accept that struggle if My you, thing it's is, negative. If you're going to be for something, then just be for it for you. You right. don't do it with the expectation or the hope or the desire or the will or whatever mm-hmm. that, oh, well, I'm only this until I come across someone who won't like it and then I have to change. Because, baby, you will never, ever be happy. It's like trying to please a parent, and that's another topic, I'm sure. Woo. But trying to please a parent or family member or relative, you know, grandparent, <laughs> for some of us in the room. Mm. Uh, mm. You're always constantly, not that we do that now, but, like, that there are instances, even in our past, where we have tried to change or adapt ourselves to receive a parent's approval who is they're so miserable with themselves that they can project right what well, they and, want on and, you. and not just that but the, the, they're so unhappy with themselves there is no way you can make them happy because if they can't bring themselves joy how the fuck am i supposed to bring me joy Ooh, that remind me of somebody ah i'm sure it probably reminds you remind of, me of several people uh-huh but ju- it's it just y'all live your life live, you. live your life don't allow anybody to my black people, to my brothers and sisters in blackness. Yes. Do not allow anybody to diminish who you are because you like things that are typically unquote, out of the norm. Let them tell it. If you are otaku, be otaku. Okay. I don't know who that is, that, but yes. That's, uh, that's an anime thing. But, and that's okay. But if, if you like things that typically are not associated with yeah. blackness, then that's fine. Because I actually wanted to, let me interject something. You know, yeah. I was talking with my roommate and we were talking about, because she was sharing with me how um, a lot of times people say that she's pretentious because the things that she likes and that bring her interest for people who don't share those interests. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's on that intellectual level in society's standards, right? Then that makes her pretentious. So because she likes pretentious things and she must be pretentious. And so I was sharing with her, I was like, see, that's when you have, when you're dealing with people who are very stunted in their purview Mm -hmm. of life, in their worldview of how they interact with people and how they um, choose to be receptive or not when they're interacting with people who are different than them in whatever facet, right? So, and I, so what I highlighted to her was like, I was like, I talk with people who have all kinds of interests that I don't necessarily share, but I enjoy seeing the joy that it brings them. Like, for example, I gave her an example. Like I said, Tony, he is my tech expert. I was like, it's not that he just works in communications uh, for one of the leading communications providers out there in the world. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, We'll not name names because that ain't y'all business. Sure ain't. Uh, <laughs> that's between him and the people that signed his check. But anyway, that part. Um, <laughs> but no, I was like, he is very much like immersed in it, and like by choice, like you choose, like you love that, and that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And how many times have I shared that with you? Like, I love your love for tech, like, and you always say, "Oh, don't let me bore you," and I'm like, "No, you'll never bore me because it brings you joy. Mm-hmm. You know how to break this shit down because you know that's above my head, <laughs> and that's okay." Like, and I love my friends and all their different interests different than me because one you could teach me something right you can put my ass on because i don't have to know everything i can't know everything i'm not the lord i'm not all-knowing or whatever you believe 
or don't whatever but I'm just like I'm not an omniscient being so it's like when you can see the value that our differences can bring to the table as far as oh damn I never even thought about it like right that. it's like putting things in perspective right yeah I'm seeing it from a different vantage yeah. point so that's what we want to encourage like celebrate and accept and love your differences and if you're not sure how to do that google is again that that wonderful resource follow some pages yeah. and some self-affirming pages right there like our self-help books out there books like and even chicken honestly, soup for the soul and if you're not whatever. a reader then go find pages like um type in like instagram daily affirmations and you'll yeah. be linked to all kinds of pages that will yeah i mean decolonizing therapy on instagram is mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. um that's a great resource uh layla Sad s-a-a-d is a great resource rachel cargill um is an amazing they're black activists and um you know their work is to provide uh, spaces safe spaces for people of color especially for women Mm -hmm. and some of the names that i've named um that you know we can come in and be as we are in whatever way we want and can separate and throw off the stigma of colonization yeah. that has been attached to these things. So those are just some resources for y'all um, if y'all ever want to. Oh, and the Loveland Foundation is also Rachel, yeah, Rachel Cargill's mm-hmm. um, one of her other pages because that's one of her her that's her organization. So um, those are some pages you can go to to like receive inspiration mm-hmm. and just be blessed. And even some of our you know black comedians and actors and stuff like Viola Davis. And Issa Rae and Lovey Ajayi Jones and Yvonne RG, like all of them, you know, they're constantly sharing things that, you know, can put you on. You're like, huh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So those are just something, some things to like take in and like say, oh, I have a resource now that I can go right. and like be with other people who are like minded in the sense of like live your truth be who you are and be happy and confident in that it and there is a stark difference between living your truth and spreading your ignorance let's just make that abundantly clear please and thank you and if you're not sure what that means google that yeah, shit yeah so we'll have to have a segment on here that's called google that shit. google that shit don't we're just gonna start saying that like if you're not sure what we're talking about google that shit because i guarantee you like a lot of what we are actually talking about are things that we've learned in our own mm-hmm. self in our journey knowledge journey yeah mm-hmm. So, yeah but yeah yeah all right so I you want to for real you want to you want to take a quick break yes. and then maybe talk about something else or whatever yeah all right we're gonna take a break bloop, 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 bloop. nope your airpods didn't die i'm just making bloop. stupid noises <laughs> <laughs> bitches we're back what's up y'all we in this bag are y'all still here hello hello echo get your ass back here right (laughs) now you know you want to come back and hear what we got to say right all our random rambling musings and shit yeah so don't act like you ain't interested in coming back to this shit so welcome back hey 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 we pee free and ready to come back (laughs) so mostly so this might be out of order to y'all because yeah we talked about blackness forever and Which not that that's bad right because it might be informative to those and helpful to others that look like us yeah. but we need to talk about this um 
we need to talk about this EV convention or not convention because it wasn't that big, but it was a electric car show that happened here in, well, not here, but happened within the Metroplex. And we went there and in support of a friend yeah, yeah for it was yeah. her event for her job yeah absolutely so Shout we wanted, to, our girl. We hey, wanted to support our girl and you did an amazing job we in, in spite you. of the fact that you had someone that annoyed the hell out of you that we wanted to probably beat the brakes off of for you yes because like how you gonna delegate to somebody and then step in make all these changes when you were not a part of the ground foundational laying you know putting in the work yeah to just make this all come about and then you want to just swoop in just on some food just looking at her you can tell she was a busy body a flat uh, but busy, busy body. body built bad busy body really upside down pear looking ass <laughs> that is what she looked like just like girl somebody put you upside down in produce section so anyway <laughs> Um, they didn't want you. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> they squeeze you and like, ooh, no. So anyway, so it was an electric car convention mm-hmm. in Grapevine. And honestly, it was cool. We were late as, you know, always. We allowed to be. Yeah, because we really did not want to be there right at four. Right. But we were going to be there regardless. We had to stop at Starbucks first because priorities we yeah, that part because we can that part and we got to the got to the place the venue the location. Mm-hmm. and it was exactly what i expected <laughs> i don't want to it, it sounds so bad to say it like that but it was exactly what i expected because oh, it wasn't like a city car show where you have the fords and the toyotas and the yugos but <laughs> but it, it was exactly what I thought. It was a bunch of Teslas that are different and then maybe one or two other cars like the VW ID4, the mm. Porsche Cayenne. Uh, sorry, Porsche Taycan. It's really easy to mix those up. You're right, because I was thinking you were trying to say Cayenne earlier. And yeah. you're like, no, that's the SUV one. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Cayenne is the SUV. The Taycan is the EV is the electric one but yeah it it was cool but there weren't a lot of people that looked like us there and there was just a lot of blatant disregard of personal space because in the email when you did the rsvp it clearly stated you know wear masks if you cannot socially distance and please stay six feet away from other people and it was possible. outside so there was enough space yeah we was outside y'all we How was about outside that? we was we was in the outside smelling right. like the outside and it was like skirt skirt. Yeah, skirt skirt and there was just no regard for personal space so i don't like when people cross in front of me close in general, even before even, pre-pandemic. Even before the poom poom, mm-hmm. I didn't like that. But it just, I, I didn't like just people crossing in front of us. I also didn't like people assuming that we were talking to them where we clearly were not. I didn't care That's for that. That's my story, y'all. Little I, girl was walking by at the same time he was across the way. Because, you know, we claim each other as family because we are family. Right. That's all that you need to know. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. So... <clears throat> I was trying to get his attention. I was like, brother. And then this little white girl was walking in front of me. <laughs> she couldn't have been more than maybe 15 or 16. Right. 
I can't tell she was short too, so that could be it. And you can't anyway. you really can't tell with these children nowadays yeah, anyway. Some of them look grown and not and then vice versa. So anyway, so Oof. she turns around and she's looking at me and I said, I wasn't talking to you. I don't know you. I said, Is your name brother? And she just kept walking. Right, right. Y'all, I don't care. Cause I was You put yourself in my business, I'm gonna call you out. Exactly. Because I was throwing something in the trash mm-hmm. and that's when I heard you say that and I, I did see the girl turn around and look at you like you were addressing her and I'm like you ain't nobody's brother go away okay. I mean you might be but you're not ours right but um from it, it was just a, a a bunch of just blatant disregard of personal space and minding your business like when we were in line at the food truck and once we figured out where the line was right yeah it took us like 20 minutes to figure that out <laughs> essentially because and then there was this like older white guy in front of us and he was there with another person right and then that person left him in the line but because remember when we no first got there. no are you talking about the one with the blue shirt yeah, yeah there was somebody there with him at first and then they left because then he called that other asian guy was like hey you and we were like uh that better be his name why are you talking about hey you I, I, I was like hey you i hope you know him because if you don't we finna roast you okay which we did anyway, because his uh, ass kept standing around us like he's trying to be our friend or something. And then he tried talking to our friend. Yeah. And she didn't look really invested in the conversation because right. she was part of the committee the that coordinated. Or, yeah, she coordinated this. and all that. So it, she was like, This oh, was her project. Yeah. So she was probably like, Oh, okay, I got to go by. And she left. But we weren't trying to really talk to anybody unless they had the energy like they were vibing with us right which none of them were no just be real here honestly i have to say with the exception of our friend um it mostly seemed a little pretentious oh absolutely i did so i'm not the only one that felt like that. the only time that we didn't have that sense of pretense was when we went to that one car and we actually sat in and the guy was joking around with us yes because i was like i didn't touch anything what happened because you know, it's a te- it was a Tesla. Which one was it again? That was the Model X. Okay, that. So, I don't know anything about any of that. And that's okay. That's not my calling. That's <laughs> have. I am slaughtered for it. Yeah. But, you know, he, you were showing me, like, how my door could open and close. And you were about to do something else. And then he closed all the doors. Yeah, in the, everything closed. In the we were tr- like, uh-oh. Uh, we didn't do it. And he was laughing at us. So, like, of course, we knew. And he rolled the window down, too, right? Yeah, the, he rolled the windows down from his key fob or whatever. Right. And one of the um, the lady that was there was saying, hey, put your foot on the brake and it closes all the doors. Right. And like, they were so helpful. Yeah, they so were nice. really nice. So, like, there were some. Like, and I was afraid to mm-hmm. interact with them because I wasn't sure how they were going to mm-hmm. be. But let's be real. We never know when it comes to interacting. Yeah. With but they were super cool. And right. shout out to them because of course they didn't even though that's what they were there for to yeah. bring awareness to evs yeah. they didn't have to do all that right. but they were super cool and they didn't treat us like we were about to steal their car so that was nice i don't want that thing that's expensive okay like that's like a smooth 120 grand i mean but if you stole it then it's free but we're, we're just saying <laughs> to you and knowing that tesla can probably track that shit no right. i don't want them come i don't want nobody coming around my yard box of that. so anyway <laughs> But that was like the only, that was like the only car I was comfortable with interacting mm-hmm. with because all the other ones were nice, but it just was like this air of 
we don't want you here. But look, let's also not forget because when we got there, friends told us that they were doing test driving across the, the green. Oh, right? we had to pull yeah. across the football field. Or and then suddenly, all of a sudden, we get over there. Too many with, brown people showed up, and like, because there was oh, an we, Indian woman and, and her we child were about to close. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. like this guy walks up to her. Like they, one guy like had just hopped in the Tesla with someone waved to test drive us. it. Waved at us and everything. And we're like, hey. Hey, okay. right. And then as soon as we got there, because we were still walking up to them. Yeah. So when we finally got there, and that Indian lady. And her son. Yeah. And her son, because her son got in the car behind the wheel, and he uh-huh. was like, hey. And she was just trying to take a picture. And he's like, we're actually about to close. Yeah. Like, he was... used that voice. Like, from the, what movie is that? Employee of the Month? or Office something? Space? Yeah, that. Yeah, like, so yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah. We need you to stay after. But yeah, mm-hmm. he w- when he came up to them and said we're about to close mm-hmm. and we I know we shared it. We exchanged a look of course. and then we walked away cuz we weren't we even already a, knew. And <laughs> no, this is what you said when we were walking away. Tell me you don't want brown people. <laughs> right. Tell me you don't want brown people driving your car without telling me you don't want brown people to drive your car and that was pretty much it like mm-hmm. oh we're about to close because there was a whole bunch of people over there still by the time yeah. we walked up yeah there were still you know very Talking. there was very active conversations uh-huh. happening mm-hmm. and then we get over there and suddenly y'all are about to close it's only been because we got we're there at around two like hours in. 5 30, 30 i would say and it started at four. and it started at four so you mean to tell me after 90 minutes y'all are closed come on now okay so we were just let's just hop let's just hop on this soccer field and go on back and get some food. And let me just interject and say that this event was supposed to go on until eight PM. So that's why we're like ninety minutes in. Yeah. Of a four hour event. Come on. Like really? Come so on. it is what it is. I mean, if anybody wants to test drive an electric car, you can just set up an appointment either through Tesla. Mm-hmm. Ford has electric car, an electric car, the Mach E that you can test drive at any dealership that has yeah. them. So yeah. it, we didn't it, need to test drive their little raggedy yeah, ass. Car. I've already test driven a Model right. Three. It was cool. I was going to ride in the back seat because I don't trust myself to drive behind the wheel. Like I people mean, who know me know. T- yeah, my so. ass get nervous behind other people's wheels. That's my problem. And and that's that's. Because you know what accountability is, and yeah. you don't want anything to happen no on your watch. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. All right, Ayanla. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clear the table. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> but it, it was just very ironic that we get there and suddenly y'all are about to close. Like, all right, I'm not even going to deal with this. And since. What, what happened? We need to tell them about the food truck lighting. <laughs> Girl, oh my God. So, uh, we, okay, so when we got there, Fran gave us a token that was only supposed to be reserved for certain people. Remember, that's what she told us. I think she said only EV owners could have the token. Right. I mean, I'm going to own an EV soon, so close yes, enough. Yes, you will. So, so sh- close, close enough. enough. We just, listen, we calling those things that be not that's for them folks, y'all, they grew up in the church. Y'all know that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise okay. But anyway, so first we get to the line, and one of the people that worked in the truck, I guess she was the boss or something. I don't know. She definitely had on that Karen mm. air. I mean, homegirl was twisting her neck and, you know, using 
really forceful hand movements and like look like she was just going off on people and i'm like girl it's not that serious i mean that space is too limited for you to be acting a fool i mean sis if you're mad you can be but you just be mindful right but that dude behind there he was you know he was yeah he can get it yeah he could he, he can get not, it. not with me not with me i was scoping him out i scope out cute guys for he the, such the nicest legs i was like oh shit but let me not be like that right now because I mean, you know i mean you, you can look you i wouldn't. can still look i ain't dead so okay. but he when, he when he smiled it's like oh hey oh hey hey are my panties dry i um, mean because probably not just from walking up on all those lovely cars that you actually yeah like. he, he probably added on to the moistness but <laughs> moist, moist. Ah, i don't know why people don't like that word i mean as a lesbian like that's the best word for honestly me. i hate that word that? i know a lot but of it's fun to but use i like moist cake and moist pussy and i like moist cake too i'm sure hey um that's for those of you who may not be aware, we talking about cakes as in the booty. The booty. The booty. The booty. The, the oh. best part of the body to me, but okay. it is Come what on. it is. It is I don't have it. a booty, but anybody that does, may God bless you. May they keep, may he keep you. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that lady was acting a fool in and that And then truck. she was acting a fool even later, because remember, girl, don't, hey, no, I, uh-uh. hey guys, you're going to have to give me a second. I said, I don't have to do nothing but be black and die. And pay taxes. Right unfortunately right and i was just looking like you know what if this was tony of three to five years ago mm-hmm. i probably would have said something right but i'm just like you know what i have patience and it is what it is so oh and then this older white guy who also was talking to our friend remember he rolls up and she tells him the same thing like oh you're gonna have to wait i'm not ready he's like no i'm just here for a drink i'm just here for a drink and she like kept trying to tell him to wait and he's like i'm just y'all this man just walked up with all the audacity in the world he put that coin up on that counter so quick and And grabbed grabbed his coke and walked off and i'm like oh we could do that right and i what did i say i said oh i didn't know so when she came up she's like okay guys what can i get you i was like oh we just want to you know drink and yeah i just said like i had already eaten here's a coin i just want a coke and some chips that's all i want right i said i I didn't realize we could have audacity of course that it went over over her head head. f flew over her head as i like to say dumbass on the tarmac you're cleared for takeoff because that went right Right above her her head because i'm like well damn if that's all i needed to do i would have done that and just you know slam that chip or slam that coin me and them people that take their job way too serious like y'all don't have it's not that really not nobody has to stress you out in your nobody ain't nobody that crucial somebody getting mad over how long it takes for y'all to get mad nobody nobody was even getting mad she was on the defense from jump and we're like ma'am ain't nobody tripping off of you it's like calm down Calm down. Calm down. Sis, just calm down. With this little free ass food anyway. Free. Well, free, free to us. It was free to us, yeah. Not but, everybody, but. Because it took like 15 minutes for your food to finally come out. But mm-hmm. we weren't going anywhere anyway because mm-hmm. it felt nice. And mm-hmm. we had each other's company. And mm-hmm. our friend was coming to us just to make sure we were okay, which was really sweet. Because right, she, she did didn't not have to. Have to she, do was busy. she did not have to give us any time. But we were patient but right. she didn't have to do all that but it was also in the course of us waiting for my food that we just realized like that one little girl that was in a little tennis skirt that walked by with her mouth open i was like i said close your mouth baby but she was acting like she couldn't see us and like we were supposed we to were her objects. and that older white lady that was bow-legged as hell and i was like you got a slow or what we would call an ataxic gait in healthcare if you don't know what that is look it up um ataxia and uh you already have that naturally and then you bow legging on top of that man pick a struggle mm-hmm. and then you gonna have the nerve to walk like you can't see us 
So I moved up to the curb not to get out of her way. And tell that to my body. Yeah. So I'm just, I was just over her attitude. And then just a lot of people just kept coming past us real close as if. Like there wasn't a whole, like we were literally outside y'all. And like where we were standing, we were even when we were up on the curb, like where that tree was. Yeah. We were like right in front of it. And there was still plenty of room that they could have walked around us. And, And you know, our asses is about that big. So right. it wasn't Literally like we were taking, no yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we were taking up the entire part of the parking lot. It's just like people wanted to cross in front of us, and for some reason they wanted to drive in front of us too. Yes, or, and it wasn't just us, but just anybody that just so happened to be there. It was like that was the only way y'all can get out of the. Par- they could get out of the parking lot was to drive where that food truck was. And there was actually another because again, this is a library, so most libraries, no matter what their size are. Uh, sizes they have <laughs> multiple lanes that multiple you could, ways to get out right so, so everybody for some reason wanted to come drive by where people were standing outside of a parked food truck for that of course we're going to be standing outside of yeah it there was food. a line and people could get the food for free right or cheap yeah those that could get it coins. was like two bucks yeah for everything and those oh god those sliders look so good i wish they i could so have good. some but it had meat in it yeah but it's and so you had also just eaten. Yeah, I did have a grilled cheese sandwich from Starbucks that was off the chain. Because we didn't know there was going to be food there. Yeah, we and our friend it. was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. I didn't really read the entire email anyway. Either. You read so, more than me. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 was the, it was the, when reading the email, when they said, be sure you, you bring chairs to watch a movie called Revenge of the Electric. And I said, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. And then you got out of the email. I'm like, I'm sorry. Girl, I love you, but I don't want to watch that like, movie. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's just like we were saying in the car, it sounded like some kind of knockoff movie. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting in the car just naming off. <laughs> if you like A Bug's Life, you'll love A Roach's Choice. <laughs> and if you like Toy Story, you'll love kids play things and now it's just like mm-hmm. no. and look and instead of veggie tales it's fruit fruity vision and not the gay not kind. the gay vision and i <laughs> no like big big lot versions of blockbuster movies <laughs> is what you said mm-hmm. it just sounded just like that as if the movie didn't move past public access and I hope nobody on that team produced that movie because I am so sorry. I'm not trying to trash what you have done because it, it may have been a good film. Which is it say for? Just we did not is have not, we didn't have the mental faculties to really stay there because you know I had a packed weekend mm-hmm. and we had met our our social yeah limit. our social batteries pretty much have drained at that point. Well, because again, like yes, we know we have gone to an event that had other people but like we are doing that in the way that it's comfortable for us right and so like we've kind of reverted back to being in the house pretty much all the time like when we link up it's over here right yeah or you know we'll we may we'll, we might meet up somewhere right to eat and or that's have coffee right which i did that somewhat during the pandemic because mm-hmm. a lot of restaurants for the most part, because they more than anyone had to take better pro- COVID precautions. But like, even like Lazy Dog, they still have, you know, their dividers on their booths. Yeah. That, you know, allow you, like, when you're in a booth, like, yeah. you have the protector there too. So, like, I appreciate that those new measures have been introduced and, and they've kept them. May I say, yes. I need all restaurants 
to pay to allow their patrons to pay by QR code. Yes. That is clutch. We have gone to two restaurants now, Lazy Dog and, and the Cheesecake vegan, Factory. Oh, and Vegan Food House. Oh, and then. Vegan so Food three, House as three well. Three for you. Yeah. So. But where you could, like for us, it wasn't even just scanning a QR code for the menu. You could scan the QR code for the menu. And then like Lazy Dog has it set up where when they when your server brings you your receipt, your ticket, you scan the QR code and pay from your phone after the fact. Vegan Food House is you scan you and, and you pay. order and yeah. you pay and they just call you when your food is ready. That should be the norm. And be- in this here 21st century... That should have been the norm a long time ago. Right. But you know how everybody look. Oh, I, I want to talk to somebody. Hell no. I want to be able to go when I'm done eating. I don't want to have to wait for you to bring me my yeah, damn car. My grandmother is that way because when, you know, Instacart became a huge thing, mm. she totally is against it because I want to see what I, I want to see what I want. And I'm just like. You can see it online, but okay. Yeah. I, I understand you might not trust them for like fresh produce and maybe meats and stuff but if I don't have to go to the store I'm not going because that's convenient for me I'll pay that premium you know I'll tip you because you you don't have to do this but this is what you want to do to make ends meet so I'm going to support you yeah in that small business but um, definitely black small business yeah but (laughs) I'm yeah just to interject yeah I want the ability to pay via QR code hell even order via qr code because panera and McAllister's allow you to sit at a table and order through the app and mm. you don't have to interact with anybody and i'm all for honest, it that's really efficient and no it's not going to make workers lose their job for all of you who claim that that's what you care about uh, it's not even because look at walmart they still got 3500 employees and that's still even with self-checkout mm-hmm. and still only have two lanes open with a registered cashier. Yeah, I mean, like I said last time, that might change soon because there is a store that is completely Virtual. self-checkout. Oh, self-checkout. So you, you have like a couple people making sure everything is everything and then yeah. they go back to their station. Like but, really. But that's going to allow, then that allows them to stock more, especially in the super centers. Like they're going to still need people. Like that's not yeah. going to just all of a sudden they don't need Because that human. seems to be the argument. Oh, self-checkouts. They're trying to get rid of the cashiers. Like, y'all talk shitty to the cashiers anyway. So, I... Come deal with this machine. Yeah. And shut the hell up. And funny enough, Grandma will not use self-checkouts because she don't like people. I don't get it. I don't understand. I, There's I don't a work, lot we don't get about that woman. I, I don't. I, I don't understand why I don't work here. I should have to check myself out. Like, girl, just do I it. don't understand why you leave the house at this point because you don't like anything. So just <laughs> sit down and be quiet. That part. But anyway, um, so yeah. going back to what we were originally talking about with the the EV event. Well, just being in the house in general, really, because oh, yeah. we, we were discussing. You know, we'll be social up to a point, but when we're done, we're done. Mm-hmm. Let's normalize that. Please. Because you do not have to keep yourself there beyond your capacity. I cannot stand it when I'm invited somewhere. I, this has not happened lately because I pretty much have cut those people out of my life anyway. Mm-hmm. But just the idea of you just never want to hang out with us. You want to be at home all the time. You are damn right. I want to be home. Yeah. I paid for this house. I'm gonna be in this house. Okay. This is this is Club Chateau. I'm okay. staying here. Okay. Okay. I don't want to go. I don't have to go. If you have a problem with it, that's on you, boo. I don't care. 
But because guess what? A lot of times I love my company more than yours because you be on some bullshit anyway. And I don't have time for the fuckery. And I get that there are people who recharge by being around other folks, but sometimes y'all be tiring. Hell, shit. Right. I want to be at home, make a video game, rub on my balls for a little bit. To be in the house, I prefer. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Oh, okay. His house is letting us know we secure. Yeah, I, I, secure. I forgot. Anyway. Smart house. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the EV thing was fun. The people watching was even more fun because it was just a bunch of... Foolery. Of, you know, kids are looking old nowadays. I mean, this one little baby, we had to look at him again. We were like, oh, that's a, that's a teenager. Had a full mustache and... Tall as hell. Legs were hairier than mine normally, and I'm just like, "How old is you?" Because but when you saw him in the face, you was like, "Oh yeah, you." Yeah, you 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 still you still a kid. I can smell the I can smell the milk away from far away. Because we don't be running up on people. We don't know. Because we were sitting on the curb at that point, just watching people, and we uh, we uh, thought this man was gonna fall on me because he did not (laughs) (laughs) he did not look stable. Cause he had, he had a lot of girth. He has what we in the medical community call an obese abdomen, which y'all, I think I said this on the last podcast, but I'll say it again if I didn't or say it now. If your stomach is the biggest part in your body, that's actually very, very dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. It creates a lot of strain on your vital organs. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm preaching. I don't care. You can fast forward through this part. But just don't be surprised when you develop all these complications because you got to be all good. That's why that I got to get back to working out because I'm getting mine back and I don't want it. He, so anyways. Yeah, he was walking like he had on tweet shoes. <laughs> His shoes run over to, to the, the left. left. Yeah. Like, oh, God. No, and he was don't. breathing hella hard. We heard him before we saw him. You know what? I thought he was an old co-worker based on the way he was walking. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I saw his feet. And I'm like... <laughs> Is that who I think it is? And I looked at him in the face. I'm like, nah, that's not him. Cause I'm sure if he, if it was him and he recognized me, he would have talked to me because he just, if he were to open his mouth, I would know instantly. Oh, that's who you are because he barely has teeth. Um, and that might, man might not have many in his mouth. Oh, he had summer teeth. Oh, he did. Summer here, summer, summer there, there, summer, summer, summer ever, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because when he talks, he is a spitter because oh, he doesn't no. have much to hold to on to. <laughs> and I had at work, I had a birthday cake. It was a red velvet cake. I don't remember who bought it for me, but it just so happened to be there. And it was this big display because it was a red velvet cake. And there was like 14 sodas on my desk because I was heavily drinking sodas at the time. Right. And I'm cutting the cake. And one of my old coworkers came and got a slice of it and this fool come around the corner loud as hell Ugh. he also had a very heavy dandruff problem oh he's one of those and he did not wash properly either because mm-hmm. you can smell him from 30 cubicles away and when he talked he was spitting and the co-worker that was sitting across from me grabbed her napkin and went Mm-mm. And then he walked away and then she looked at me and she said, I just don't understand why his mouth looks like that. And we have good ass dental benefits. <laughs> Obviously, he does not care about hygiene. Clearly. Or how his and this was also is. a person that 
was very bold in his decoration at his cubicle because he's an anime person too. Which is fine. But he had very suggestive anime figurines like he's very much into the fan service of anime and by fan service I mean big titties Mm. and curvy barely there or curvy women barely their clothing and I was just fine just not in the workplace but I'm like I'm surprised nobody went to HR on you with all this stuff you got on your desk because I'm uncomfortable a little bit go over there it probably stinks it did because he he just had a lot of stuff on his desk and you know he had an odor so did his desk and I I sat on the same row as he did he mm-hmm. liked to kick my trash can to let me know that he knows that I'm there. And I said, oh. my supervisor knows I'm here because I logged in. That's all that needs. That's all that matters. We yeah. don't have to talk. And it's too late for this mess. But anyway, I thought that was him. <laughs> but what gave it away was he had psoriasis. Psoriasis? Is yeah. that how you say it? Psoriasis. He had it on his left arm. And it was a really bad case of this. So that's yeah. not him. Oh, Patch Adam. Although he might have developed it by now with his hygiene. Not poor Patch Adam. Listen, because I said, did you see his heel, the heels of his feet in them sandals? Yeah, I did. Mm. That's that's what made me think it was my coworker because of his hit man. His feet looked like he had super bunions because they just would, they would protrude, and then his toenails were no, not. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. I'm sorry. I, like he's about to catch his food out of the lake. Um, <laughs> just it, it was yeah his toenails were yeah oh god his toenails were just so yellow and I already hate feet as it is I don't like looking at my own feet but his his feet much like the feet of the man we saw Mm -mm. no no ma'am ham or turkey I cannot or or even tofurkey I can't do it so oh it, it was just a lot of sights and sounds and we witnessed a couple of brown people almost getting ran over towards the end or at least by the time we were ready to go and then she gave them a look like it was either damn I wanted to run y'all over or damn y'all know y'all see me I prefer the former the over former, the latter yeah. especially because she was in a Tesla which was quiet so like bitch but my thing is is again you're in a parking lot pedestrians even though it's annoying have the right way and you chose to drive in the direction where it's a lot of people standing around when you could have gone on the other yeah, side where there were no it, people standing. It was in front of the food truck and every y'all were persistent in driving between people and food. Like y'all are bold. As fuck. And she had the Tesla that didn't make noise. It was that generation mm-hmm. Tesla before the law stepped in and said, okay, y'all gonna have to do something with this because you know, they, they originally did that for blind people, which made perfect sense. Yeah. So that made sense. Blind and vision impaired, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, nobody can hear you coming. And then you look at these brown folks. Like, Yeah, they were kind of walking aimlessly. But at the same time, you should probably not have driven where people were waiting for Because they were already there by the time she drove up. So it's not like they just came out of nowhere. Right. They were already stepping down off the curb when she came around the corner. Yeah, and then she looking like, uh. You in my way. You are in my way. You don't see this big ass car. Well, you could That's be. That's quiet as hell. Yeah. You don't see or hear this car, basically, is how she acted. And then she came out the car. Because she parked it there. Yeah, she parked it 
where people were waiting for food. And I think they were getting and ready to break it down. And this the same by me and I kind of had, you know, you know, I smiled with my eyes or whatever. And she just looked at me and I was like, oh, bitch, you right. Yeah, the one with the, 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 um, the scientific booty. Yeah, because she looked like, I really don't know what that thing is called, but it's, 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 it's the marble that's hanging by the strings and then you pull one, let it go, and then the other side goes. I forgot what that's called, but that's what she looked like when she stood still. Just a science, a science experiment booty. Because it was rotund, but then she awkwardly stood and it just made it look like it was a cave. <sighs> <laughs> Shade, you need to be nice. Anyway, so what I do? If you are sitting here allowing me to talk bad about these people, that's what you're doing. I mean, we already talked about them, so I mean, we just being true to who we are. True we about that life. And in and in what they gonna do? Nothing. They not, ain't even gonna listen to this podcast. Thing, not a damn thing. And it wasn't like they knew we were talking about them because I had my mask on the entire time, and. I would, it just looked like that I'm looking at you, but you don't know what I'm saying. It was just a lot of interesting characters there. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Newton's cradle. That's what that's that, called. Yeah. Her, it, yeah. She had a Newton cradle booty. That's what she had. <laughs> that's exactly what she had. And the, the girl that was being a busybody every time mm-hmm. she opened her mouth and grab that microphone she got on my nerves and just just doing too damn much entirely and um i was pretty much it because what we did was we looked at that one car we tried to do a test drive but suddenly they were closing when we got up there Mm -hmm. and went to too many brown people it was too many brown people like oh my god i don't know what to do we're closed yeah okay well let me go on and and get out your way look at those drapes and you got food i got my drink later on after she's like you're gonna have to give me a minute girl Girl, i don't have to do that but you know what be blessed (laughs) and he's living that kind of life life. Mm -hmm. he's living a blessed life so anyway that was the EV thing. It was fun. It was like, it was fun because we know that no matter where we are, where we go, what space we're in, because oftentimes we're in spaces where we're not one, the majority, which we don't have to be like, I don't go to spaces just because I'm the majority. I prefer them, yeah. but I don't just, I mean, at this, at this point, it's just a part of our life. It's mm-hmm. not everybody's life, but at but least our, it's ours. I mean, that's just, it's not typical, but it happens. Right. And so, we just and this is what I really want to highlight when you are so confident and comfortable in your own skin and like who you are Mm -hmm. regardless of other people's acceptance of you or tolerance or whatever else like bitch I don't care I'm not everybody's cup of tea but I am somebody's whiskey neat straight no chaser that part let's let's discuss that whole confidence thing and how folks are intimidated because you don't put up with their insecurities like everybody else does. <laughs> okay, bitch, bye. <laughs> what that mean? Because I, I often find that very interesting because I know it, it took me years to get here, just like it took me years to understand my blackness and my version of it. It took me quite a bit of time for me to understand yep. 
if I don't have anything going on, I have the confidence to say I don't have anything going on. That part. Because we, well, not we, well, you might encounter people in a large group that the only contribution they have to conversation is their job. And you know what? That's, that's listen, if that's fine. the only thing that brings, like, some people, it also has to do with, um, other people, how their manifestation of their social anxiety, mm-hmm, maybe, mm-hmm. Um, they can't feel confidence until they're talking about something that they're just an expert in, and oftentimes that is their job. Yeah, and you already know I don't. That that is not my first go to because no. as as I say, I don't talk about my job unless I'm being paid to do so. That part. But if something funny happens at work, of course I'll divulge that information. Right. Because it's fucking funny. But those are like isolated time. incidents. It's yeah. like every time you're in a social setting, you're not talking about, oh, well, you know, my job is. And I'm, child, I'm not trying to think about yeah. that place and when I'm not there. When you. Hell, I don't want to be there when I'm there. No, I'm there are some, <laughs> that part. There are some times where I would just sit at a function and I just mind my melanated business Mm -hmm. and somebody would come to me and they would ask me how I'm doing. Normally I'm all right. I'm here. I'm fine. And one of my best friends has taught me when someone asks you how they're doing, you don't have to say, how are you back? Because you know, most people, there are some people that will just go into their whole life story. I didn't need to know all that, but go ahead. Yeah. I just want to interject It it, it depends on the person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Cause if I don't know you, I'm just not going to ask how you are because I don't want to, I don't want to hear your whole life story. What I grew up hearing was, Hey, how you doing? And then the response is fine. How are you? Which is cold. <laughs> and it basically pushes folks away mm-hmm. with reason. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I think we have elevated to the point where if we're just not interested in the conversations, like baby, thank you so much for being cordial, but I am just not in the mood right. for that right now. But the, I gotta go change my bed. Sorry. <laughs> Girl, there is a soda that I've been meaning to open for the last couple of days. I got to go. So it just irritates me where you come up to me and you ask me how I'm doing. And then when I don't, when I make it clear, I'm not really in the mood to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Your go-to is how are things at your job? Fine. And that seemed to be the point of conversation, especially during the pandemic, because it's how is everything with your job good? yeah and until i say otherwise i'll let you know maybe i'm invite you to that if i want you to be invited to it and this is also how in my case how i know people wouldn't pay attention because i was like motherfucker i was a remote employee before this shit like my job i took this role specifically because it was a remote role (laughs) most it was mostly remote for me too i would have to go in three days a week but for the most part i've been used to working from home and it just even though I I enjoy working from home, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay. But I was like, I've worked from home before, so this ain't no thing to me. And I'm actually more productive at home yeah, for me. For me. But right. it seemed like every time I see somebody, how are you, how are things with your, at your job? Like, like, there's more to me than it, my it's, job. It's fine. Like, do I have, am I, am I just this red caricature that I didn't know about because when you see me you just see the color red like I don't I don't I'm understand not, yeah, but even after the Texas pandemic ended um <laughs> and we are rolling our eyes very yeah, heavily yeah as the Texas pandemic ended and folks like if I sit down and don't talk about something they ask me about my job right and 
I said, I'm still employed. Well, is anything going on? I'm like, nothing you would be interested in. And that's it. It, it just seems like and it, some of these people might be young and don't understand that your job is not your personality. And it's okay not to have one at the moment because you kind of don't know who you are. That's okay. But just like start practicing, like asking people, just if you really want to know how someone is, ask how are you or how are things with yeah. you? Because that could be anything. And then I can choose what I want to share with you if I want to share it all. And I, I feel as if they might think that it's hard to have a conversation with me because I just don't divulge information so freely. And that is my business. Okay. It, that's and, it, even, it really, and even if it's hard to have a conversation, then don't start one. If you feel Did I like go out of my way to talk to you? Yeah. No? Oh, okay. Then you could have stayed over there where you were. Yeah. It, here's the thing. You <laughs> don't have to be inviting of whatever it is you got going on in your life. If you don't want to share it, you don't have to. Just because they ask you, that doesn't mean they are entitled to whatever it is. Right. So. Because again, expectation is, is the, the thief, thief of, of joy. joy. It, so <laughs> just don't do that. If you want to know how somebody is, as you said, yeah, you can ask for specific areas that you might mm -hmm. think you know, but you don't. Uh, um, just don't ask about how are things at your job. Don't let that be the go-to because there are even family members who haven't seen me <laughs> for a while. And the first thing they ask you is about your job. You still working? Are you? Okay. Because why are you so worried about my employment status? Are you paying my bills? Like, okay. I'm so, like... Can we just get away from asking questions that ain't got shit to do with you and you ain't paying somebody bills? Right. If if you don't want to know, don't ask. Let's just. This is our version of don't ask, don't tell. Right. If you don't want to know. Don't, don't ask, ask because if, that's unproblematic. Don't get mad when I give you my answer and then you're like, well, you don't have to answer like that. I was like, yes, I do. I'm 35. I can right. answer how I want. Right. Are you paying my mortgage? Right. So, yeah, I I just don't like that and when I talk about confidence and insecurity and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it's just, um, I'm trying to think of it. It's on, it's on, it's in the front of my brain. I'm trying to get it out my mouth. Um, tapping on your forehead. I'm like just, it's going to make, like it's like, it's a can't like a vending machine that the, your snack gets stuck. So you right. like, come like, on, uh -uh, fall out, come on, fall baby, out. get out the fall ring, baby, get out the ring. <laughs> um, it, it's perfectly fine just like it's okay to not be okay it's okay not to have anything to talk about and i'm very confident in that yes very confident because yes. you ask me hey anything new going on with you hell no right or even if you say how are things things are things or how's it going it's going it's a going like it's that's fine. an answer i'm sitting on my couch playing with my coochie everything fine uh. <laughs> or in your case boochie get yeah, booch and play with my boochie and having a good time with it <laughs> But you don't you don't have to go straight to work every single time. Somebody and just be talks careful because we might be them type of petty bitches that you ask us something, we're gonna tell you something that we know is gonna make you uncomfortable. Then mind your business. I mind your business. I do that quite often. Often I do too. And they be like, "What?" And I'm like, "You asked. If you don't want to know, stay in your lane to mind your business." That part. Like this is this is teachable moment. That part. So <laughs> teachable moments. It because there, there, there are there are a couple people yeah there are a couple people where every time they are in a group setting mm. that is the first thing they talk about oh yeah I had to go out of town on business okay bitch more than likely that is 
like making themselves look more important than they actually right. are and i am not a that's fan how of that. they are quote unquote boosting their self-esteem but like i'm not impressed by that like that's not that doesn't yeah. do it for me and i just give them a look like oh, okay cool this is is this all you talk about because consistently you talk about this and i'm just sitting there quiet either waiting on my drink or waiting on my food that's it. Because the sooner we get those things, the sooner we can leave. So all that is that to say, part. fine folks, just be who you are and leave other people alone the, if right. being who they are means they don't want to be bothered. Amen. Amen. And amen Let the again. church say amen and leave me the hell, hell Leave alone. us the hell alone. If we're not talking and we're just off in the space, let us be in space. Or if we're already in the middle of another subject, don't come in with some other random ass topic that I ain't got nothing with no segue or anything. Yeah, and just like that. That what the fuck did that, that might about? be the pot calling the kettle black with our podcast. But either way, oh, I mean, but we could do that because y'all already flow. know. It's one thing to be distracted and talk about something else, and then just throwing a throwing a wrench in something that's flowing, and yeah. you're just like we're talking about something serious in the world and then you turn around and say well guess what happened with me and my job nobody asked you about your raggedy job okay we're talking about some serious shit here yeah and again y'all came to this podcast knowing we were going to talk about things that are on our mind and that we have been thinking about yeah or dealing with or whatever so this is a very much specific situation yeah sometimes we do talk about random ass shit but anyway and that's okay we can do that that's our business right like it log off so duh duh. we doing this for fun anyway yeah we ain't getting paid for that shit no and now if y'all want to run us some coins i can drop my cash app but that part don't ask me for no money though that part (laughs) give me a dollar but (laughs) yeah it's perfectly fine to be boring as we said earlier you don't have to keep coming up with these grandiose things that you've been doing mm-hmm. because maybe I'm tired I'm I am too I'm too tired and too old to be sometimes to I just don't want to talk about what I'm doing because I often say oh my shit's boring you don't want to know sometimes I just don't even want to hear the sound of my own voice I even though I'm working on it Sometimes I get annoyed with the sound of my voice. Not so much now. Right. And I'm saying sounds like I'm like, I've been talking. I'm tired of talking. Right. So it's I don't like, even oh want to hear my own voice. So yeah, I'm I just, not... just want to slap myself when I open my mouth and sound comes out. I'm just like, oh, no, bitch, shut up. I don't want to hear just it. Just the energy of effort. That's for me. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, I am quite content in my silence. Yeah. It brings me joy. Same here. Speaking of, and we're going to leave y'all we're sad for the night yeah we done we tired we is we old okay i kind of want to drink but i don't know what to drink oh we'll yeah, figure it out I, I, I am also hungry but you know albert right. still pisses me off every time i think about it how you know husband albert aka albert albert Sims, how you gonna just forget or not even forget but how will you deliberately i ask for beyond meat what was the thing spaghetti sauce breakfast sandwich basically my essentials yeah and then you come to me with bread pop tarts zero sugar coke potatoes and creamer as ma said oh so you gonna make pop tart sandwiches or something like them tell what the hell i mean and they're not like the other ones like you mentioned 
where they update you say hey we're out of this did you want an alternative like yeah. they don't even they didn't even try albertson's i'm calling you out i love y'all but i hate y'all at the same time right now because y'all did not send me a damn notification saying we're out of this what substitutions do you want you just or do you want a substitution you, and you, then what? <laughs> you basically finished the order an hour ahead because you were missing items it didn't bother to tell me until after i got that stupid sheet of paper <laughs> like how if dare you do this type of service i'm gonna need you to be caught up like the rest of them i'll just have to fight people and just go on in the store Everson anyway. is like that elderly person that was hella resistant to <laughs> go like uh electric you know do electronic yeah conversion and then when they do they just half-assed it and didn't even really try you're just like it's basically like oh here Right, like now nah, you could get that, fam. You could have, but you know. Anyways, we done. I'm I'm over it. So, tune in next time whenever we do this. Again. We don't know. We don't know. Listen, because we got lives outside of this. But... We ain't on no schedule. We are not right. popular at the moment. But... Right, but even the ones that y'all do like it, listen, we Thank have you. lives and other things, and sometimes we just don't want to talk. So. You'll get this next podcast when you get it. How about that? Yeah, because again, it's free. Y'all ain't paying us yeah, for this. Y'all, y'all catch these Love words whenever we throw them at you. Hey, so, hallelujah. Anyway, we done. We out. Thank Have a you great for week. Tuning in to on beep boop, on beep boop, beep boop, 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 boop. Is that beep, boop, the, was that the song? I don't know. We listen. I'm gonna keep trying out noises until we figure out what we want for our theme song. <laughs> that part. <laughs> All right. We All right. love you. Bye. Bye, bitches. Bye. 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 Bye.